Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Two Guys, One Movie Podcast. My name is Matt Gallo, and I'm joined, as always, by the brave Justin Dubin. Am I brave? For what reason? Uh, you saw us. Oh, I did. I did. Does that mean you're brave too? Yeah, that makes me brave, because I'm not a big horror movie person. Well, you're wrong, because horror movies are so fun. I can't wait for you to watch Pet Cemetery because you're going to uh, probably crap your pants. I don't think we will. Why? Because I think we're going to be watching uh, Shazam. I'm going to make you watch Pet Cemetery. No, no. Especially with the child on the way. That's the worst possible movie to watch. Well, I'm going to make you watch it. Because it's, it's good. It's supposed to be really good. It's, well, it's getting good reviews, but Shazam is getting better reviews. 93 versus 91 on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow, those are pretty good reviews for both, though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, DC, what's the next movie that they're going to blow it with? Because they've had Aquaman, and then they've had Shazam, so that's two in a row, critically beloved. Then they're having then they're having Wonder Woman is next. Is that next, or is it uh, the Joker movie? With, but I don't think the Joker Joaquin movie is... Phoenix. I don't count that because that's a standalone right. movie that's never going to be, you know, part of anything. Right. But do you think Shazam is? Yes, absolutely. Because they allude to a, like Batman and everything in it. Yeah, they do. But Batman's in the Joker movie. Or at yeah, least, you know, with the but universe, it's you assume. It's different. We don't, it's but we don't know what universe this Shazam is in. Is he in the DCEU, that fucking stupid term that somebody invented? I don't know. Well, anyway. So uh, that's that's in the next two weeks because next weekend Justin is Dumbo, right? Yes, which I will cry. I'm very probably. scared of that. Isn't that? Don't I get points for that? I'm very scared of crying in that movie. I'm scared of Danny DeVito. Uh, man, I've been watching uh, Queer Eye on Netflix. It's very hard to not cry watching that. It's so is good. That, is that related to Danny DeVito? No. Oh. You're just Oh, that would be great if they did do a queer eye on Danny DeVito though. <laughs> no, but him, as, just, him, no, as, him Frank, as Frank. As Frank. If they did a queer eye of Frank would be a next that would be one of the best episodes ever made of either one. I don't even of know. Anything. Of anything. That would be one of the funniest things. Because you also if, know that Mac Mac would officially come out like and join them and try to join them and then they would be like you're not gay. And then Mac would have a total crisis. I'm going to put that on the interwebs because that's an idea that should be done. <laughs> that's like an all-time idea by me. Congratulations to me. Yeah, that was yeah, that was all you. Um, <laughs> well, Justin, uh, as we alluded to, this week is us. It is us. This is us. Uh, this is not not this is us. Just us. Us. We're seeing, we're talking about us, which, by the way, not an easy movie to Google about. Because if you type in like us, it thinks you're talking about US. So I have to type in like us movie plot synopsis or cast or ending theories. Ooh. <laughs> oh. Uh, but there's see. a lot to talk about this in this movie. So why don't we get right into it? Let's review us. Let's reach across. The- Movie. The computers, the movie. Justin, and hands across computers. And hands oh. across America. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> Can't believe how big they've got. Do you hear Gabe got a boat? Crawdaddy! Ha ha! 
He's kidding, right? He's not kidding. Hey, I think it's vodka clock. Oh, yeah. Where's Jason? Jason? Jason! Where were you? I didn't know if you were lost. Stick with me, and I'll keep you safe. I There's a family in our driveway. It's probably the neighbors. But y'all scared of a family? Uh, can I help you? Zora, put your shoes on. If you want to get crazy, we can get crazy. Exactly like us. They think like us. They know where we And what you just heard was a clip from the trailer for Us, starring Lupita Nyongo, Winston Duke, Elizabeth Moss, Tim Heidecker, Shahadi Wright Joseph, and Evan Alex, and it's directed by Jordan Peele. Jordan Peele. So this is his second movie ever directed? This is his sophomoric debut. Or yes, effort. Or not, it's not a debut. Sophomore effort. effort. Yes, Get Out in 2017. You might have heard yes. of it, and Us 2019. Uh, and the plot is yes, Justin, give us the plot. A family's serenity turns to chaos when a group of doppelgangers begins to terrorize them. Hijinks ensue. Did it, does it actually use the word serenity? Yeah, that's weird. I concur. Yeah. Anyway, so Justin, let's talk about that major twist. <laughs> uh, Justin, what did you think of us? So, a lot of high expectations. What is this rocking right now on Rotten Tomatoes? Like 99, 100? 94. 94, okay. Uh, you know, Get Out was fantastic. We both loved it. It was so smart. That's a movie you can watch several times and there's a lot of very subtle things that are going on. It's so well directed. It's so well written. Um, and there's important messages to be discussed. So coming into his sophomoric effort, there was a lot on, you know, a lot it was expected. The reviews were coming out very high, calling it a horror classic. I thought it was good. I don't think it was even in the same ballpark as Get Out. I will be completely us. honest. I mean, I don't think Us is in the same ballpark as Get Out. Wow. I think Get Out was just incredible. This is a good, solid, you know, scary episode of the Twilight movie. Zone. Yeah, and um, I think there's nothing to be disappointed. I mean, it's it's a very enjoyable movie. I think the performance by Lupita Nyong'o is incredible. Um, but I wasn't maybe, and maybe it's just not fair. I wasn't as blown away as I thought I would be. And I think that's an unfair thing to say, but that's the reality of the situation. Well, uh, Matt, what do you think? Um, I think I mostly agree with you. Uh, the acting was all fantastic. I don't know what Winston Duke's accent is. <laughs> right? What is going on there? I don't know. I don't know. Was... Okay, but there's something weird, right? The way he pronounces specific words. 
Yeah, I mean, he's just kind of a chill guy. I oh, no, like, I like uh, him. He was I like great. Vibe, yeah, yeah a very different character from his Black Panther character. Uh, those are the two main movies I've seen him in. But, but yeah, I don't know what – it's it's like a strange – he puts on like a weird – it's not British, but like some kind of accent on random words. And maybe that's just how he, he talks. I don't know. But, yeah, uh, the cast was all great. And uh, there were some fun moments in this movie. Uh, I, I do have to say, I feel like the main twist in this movie was sort of ruined for me. I kind of figured it out a little bit before we were supposed to, I think, because of some of the marketing for the movie. But um, So that, that ruined it a little bit for me. But I have to say, the I was with the movie, I think, all the way up until maybe the last 25, 30 minutes. And I think that's where most people are kind of pulling away from this movie in a lot of the reviews I've seen is that the last bit of the movie uh when it tries to give us an exposition up and it tries to explain what's going on it's two things one not nearly as i think effective as people or as jordan peele wishes it was and it's not as uh and it's a little it's a little more drawn out i guess than people would hope and i think it's a little anticlimactic to be honest um but I mean, the movie itself as a whole. I was thinking this during the film. I was like, "This is a good thriller." I don't think it was a great horror movie. I'm gonna be honest. Uh, it had a little home invasion aspect to it. Had a little, you know, body snatcher type thing going on. But I didn't feel scared watching this movie. I, I agree with you. I think it has. It's almost like a bit of, you know, I'll tell you what was scarier than this movie: Strangers. Way scarier. Well, yeah, absolutely horrifying. I mean, that movie's like supposed to be absolutely terrifying. <laughs> That movie you never saw it? No. You never saw that movie? I don't so, do horror movies. Oh my god, you should not watch that movie because okay. you will be very scared. But okay. I would say that Strangers is a much scarier film. This is, I agree, more of a thriller than it is a horror. Sci-fi it is thriller, maybe. Sci. Uh, I would just call it a thriller. Okay. Maybe a little bit of yeah. You yeah, know maybe. Um, and I think it's well directed. It's very well written. And once again, this is an original, which. Nowadays is so refreshing to see. Yeah. It's not based off of anything. It's based off of Jordan Peele's mind, which I give him a lot of respect. The things that you discussed that you mentioned, you know, without getting into spoilers, the exposition, he, you know, in interviews, he says he purposely leaves it quite open yes. for interpretation. Right? And, now, and now about that, Justin, not to interrupt you completely, but I feel like this movie would have been better if – it came out before Get Out because in when this movie came out and for the past now four days, five days, people have been tripping over themselves trying to figure out what this movie's about when what if Jordan Peele just wanted to make a horror movie with black leads? Right. And uh, he already said that, you know, there was no racial undertone in this movie. This, you, could argue, no, you could argue for or against that political undertones, etc. But I think uh, I think people and you will read a lot of reviews, a lot of people, you know, they're saying this is a Trump movie. This is a movie that was created as a product of yep. the times with yep. Trump, that this is all about politics. I think that is just reaching. I think that that's just people really just trying to. Oh, as I said, they're stumbling over themselves to read. To read. Yeah, they're stumbling and, and, over themselves trying to assign meaning to everything. And while 
Jordan Peele has proven at least once that he's a director who likes to infuse his works with meaning. I feel like everybody is missing the movie and just trying to pick it apart. I, I think that's fair. Um, uh, he does say that, you know, this is really a movie. Uh, and this is why I don't understand how people are saying, you know, this is politics. Oh, this group rep represents the Democrats. This group represents the Republicans. I think that stuff is just so far fetched out there. I think really what he's talking about in this movie, and he says it himself, is the evil within. Everyone is inherently has this evil within themselves. And it's the battle to, you know, come to terms with being a good person. And I can see that aspect. And maybe there is more, but I don't think he's giving it to you. He's not putting it on a platter saying, this is politics right now. And I think it's such a stretch, I personally think, to go that way. I, I can see how they interpret it that way. And I understand, you know, you can sit here forever and argue why this, 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 and this was put in, a, in the movie in a specific way. And that's why it symbolizes one thing. But I, I just, I don't think that this movie is trying to be political. I don't. Do you? Um, I don't know. I, I think there are definitely ways to read it as such. Because, again, most movies you can read as having a message, of course. And I think that's what a lot of movies are made to be. I just think that there's a lot of reaching going on with this yeah. movie. I think the most stuff. you could say, and I, I would again, say, without giving spoilers, is, you know, this is a movie about possibly the silent majority no or something like that i or think it's a movie there's a silent group of people in america who haven't been heard i think maybe but i think honestly if you look at it at the base level you could argue that this movie is about homelessness and the way we treat people that are lesser than us it's about the haves and the have-nots i think that's a very i think fair it's a meditation on how we treat the homeless because what was hands across america which is the first shot of this movie it was a charity uh stunt and event to get people to raise money for uh star starvation and hunger and homelessness and so, it eventually kind of you i want to say failed because it still did raise tens of millions of dollars for that but a lot of that money actually did not get given to the causes because it had to pay for the actual event the <laughs> process of setting up that massive event <laughs> so uh i would argue that that is kind of what he's getting at because he literally throws it at us in the beginning of the movie. So for just neglect of the less fortunate is kind of, yeah, you could argue that. Yeah. Because even people who the family found this movie are not, you know, uh, the 1%, they are, you could argue upper middle class or, or middle class. And, but they have more than many others. I think that's fair. I think that's uh, very fair. Uh, let's just talk about the acting for a second, because I have to tell you, we need more Lupita Nyong'o in this world. Uh, she Justin. is absolutely incredible in this movie. She blew my mind. I'm in love with her. There were moments when, when she, because she plays two characters in this movie, as do many people in this in these, this movie. But there's when I, there were moments where I was like, is that a different actress? Like, yes, <laughs> I know. It was crazy. <laughs> it was amazing, and honestly, I'm saddened again because. There was a rumor that she was going to be in the new Bond movie, and now that rumor seems like you know her team has said to deadline it, it's not working out scheduling-wise or something. I mean, listen, I don't know how she was doing that stuff with A, her face, B, her, her voice. voice. I was like, holy shit, this is some next-level acting. And then, you know, this is... 
I, I was speechless. It, she was just so she is just so far ahead of some of the acting we've seen recently. <laughs> it's amazing. And this is a movie. It's a horror movie. And she just blew me away. I are mean, all of them Oscar? are good. The, the kids are great. The kids are awesome. They are amazing. The girl, hers, her counterpart yeah. oh was my God. fucking yeah. horrifying. Yeah, she might horrifying. have been the scariest character. <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> just, like, just so crazy. There, um, th- even- there were some things I'd like to talk about in spoilers about some of the other doppelgangers. Yeah. Uh, uh, which I don't think we should really get into. No, yeah, uh, just one thing. Always love having Tim Heidecker in a movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. He just, even though I think he wasn't trying to be funny, he was doing his, like, Tim Heidecker-iness. Yeah. And if you know, like, the Tim and Eric awesome show or you know, like, his work, it just made me feel good. Like, he just brought that out. And I was like, oh, yeah, he's he's hamming it up. I love it. I just love, like, just from what he was wearing, from everything. Yeah. That was, like, his touch. That was clearly, like... But I also feel like, at certain points that you're talking about, he was in a different movie. I I agree. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, he didn't get it. He didn't get I, it. I mean, yeah, I don't know. And they were like, okay, that was take 20. Let's just print and move on. <laughs> Um, but here, before we go to spoilers, because obviously I think most of this movie we need to right. discuss spoilers. Did you find overall the conclusion satisfying? Because you said that you felt the last 25 yeah. minutes. Uh, partially. Partially. It's a great ending for something like an episode of The Twilight Zone, I think. But at the same time, uh, we do like movies with closure, don't we? Yeah, I mean, this has closure. But sort there's of. a lot of, sort of mystery still. Right. There's a lot of yeah. what the hell is next. Which, right? again, you don't need everything answered. No. Um, and he's already said he purposely left this one pretty open for interpretation. Um, I found it satisfying. I thought that the final twist, my friend, I saw it with him. I saw one of my buddies yesterday and he called that twist like about 40 minutes into the movie. Yeah. I was pretty impressed. I, I didn't see it coming, but once he said it, obviously, I figured that was what was going to happen. But they do. I, I think Jordan Peele, at the end of the day, he is bringing something refreshing to film. He's bringing original ideas, scary, fun ideas that often have you know meaning and have and are worth of talking about. He brings a conversation to the plate with these movies. And for that, I am very, very thankful. I think these are movies that we need to continue to support. These these films that are originally written uh, have, you know, original content and have fantastic directing and fantastic acting. So I am very happy that this is out. I, I Like I said, you know, when it comes to did it live up to my expectations? Probably not. But I think it was unfair expectations based off of Get Out and based off of, you know, what the reviews were. But this is by no means a sophomore slump. This guy oh, is no. incredible. Yeah. Uh, Jordan Peele's incredible. This is a very enjoyable movie. And I think you definitely need to go see it in theaters. Well, so I, I guess you could say I'm the kind of guy that likes a solid ending or i like seeing behind the curtain in some of these movies like i feel like i I, this movie gave me a little bit of lost syndrome where it showed us a bunch of tantalizing stuff but then 
didn't really give us everything we wanted out of it. And to some people, justifiably, that's fine. They don't need, they like the mystery. They like putting it together in the head. But for some people more like me, I think I like to get a little more info about it. Both besides a drop the line, which we'll get more into in spoilers. And so for me, that's why I think I lost a little bit of uh, my enjoyment of the film. Right, but at the end of the day, see it, don't see it, or rent it. I would say see it. Uh, and it's not its not really that scary. Uh, there are disturbing moments, obviously. There's moments of levity. But uh, uh, I think it may frustrate you, the movie. But I still think you should see it. Yeah, and I agree. I think that this is – if you're scared of like horror movies, I think that this is one of the more tame ones to go see. It's it's definitely almost – it's if you can handle murder and thrillers, you can handle this movie. You know, I, I think that's kind of it. It's less monstery feel um, than, than uh, I kind of expected. Yeah. All yeah. right, with that, let's move on to spoilers for us. Spoilers for us. So, uh, oof, where to begin, Justin? Um, I don't know where to begin. Okay, so so we're to assume that's what happens to the voice of someone who doesn't talk for, argument's sake, thirty years. Well, why didn't she? She could have been talking down there. To who? To the other people, she was. She clearly made this plan with all of them. She had to have been talking to them. I guess so, yeah. But they seem like they communicate in guttural sounds, right? Yeah, so, yeah they, they kind of like howl and hoot and holler at, yeah. at each other. Okay, so I guess... Oh, fuck. Okay, let's get into it. Uh, so they cloned everyone in the United States? So that's the thing. No <laughs> one knows. It's clearly... So no one knows whether the government just randomly, like when you're born, they just fucking cloned you or something. It seemed like it was an abandoned government project at some point. Right. To to clone everyone and control their minds, but it and didn't work. Soul. It was an investigation. Soul, they, yeah. there was a, they said that the people down there didn't have a soul or something. The, yeah, they couldn't. They, they could create the human. They couldn't. Has, they could clone the human. They couldn't clone the human soul. But she apparently had a soul because she was up there. Or maybe that's a statement of this movie. Wait, that, who had know, a soul? Oh, that because she switched with her. Because she switched, so well, maybe yeah. It was that's the another thing people have said is that no matter who you are, you can, if you're given the opportunity, you can thrive. Right. And like homeless so, people, we've seen stories about that where someone takes a homeless person, gives him a shave, gives him a suit, and guess what? He can thrive. We've also seen it go the other way, but well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, okay. Uh, so I mean, when you so yes, it's the it's the oldest doppelganger switcheroo in the book, to be honest. Where the whole time it was someone else, right? Yeah, and but so it was okay. in the trailer, the first trailer for this movie, which I watched many times. You see the little girl grab the throat of the real little girl of the real uh what's her name uh, of the real uh adelaide. adelaide you see red grab or uh, not red but adelaide grab adelaide's clone grab her throat in that it's whole red mirrors. red is the name for the right but girl. red is the one who's swapped and thrown down below oh i guess right right yeah. so we see adelaide grab her by the throat and knock her out in the trailer or at least grab her by the throat so i was waiting for that the whole movie and i was like oh that's not coming maybe they're not going to show it and then eventually as we got closer to the big reveal i was like oh okay got it and again not the that's not the end of the world but i i also feel like 
I don't want to sound like I'm saying so what, but does it change? It, it changes a lot about the movie, yes, but at the same time, it's like, well, she still raised a family, fell in love. But she was with, still their mom. It's right. not like she wasn't their mom. It right. wasn't like an imposter. She literally birthed these children. Yeah, exactly. And it was her decision to marry her husband. So, like, yes. she is her own person. It is very tragic that she literally fucked over. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's the most tragic part is that this girl had that life and it was ripped away from her. And that's right. why like on the poster, she has the tear coming out down her eye. Right. And that's why on the poster, it's pretty smart where yeah. re- like red is the true yeah. person and the other girl Adelaide is the mask yeah. as you can see. So even in the, in the um, poster, there is some, uh, reference to what the true identity of both of them. And I thought that was great. The subtle hints through the movie where she, why couldn't she talk for the first few months? Right. She didn't talk. I just want my daughter back when she was a kid and they switched. She didn't talk because she didn't know how. And, um, I just, I just didn't understand when the project stopped, I wanted to know more what was going on with all these stitches, stitcher or the stitched. No, the tethered. The tethered. Why were they just hanging out? Why were there bunnies? What was the role of the bunnies? <laughs> exactly. You know, and I mean, people are wondering where they got the clothes to like clone them, right? I because, guess. Like, because, because we see them. Don't we see them at the carnival underground and they're right, all wearing like, similar clothes, right? Yeah, because they, I think they were just literally tethered to them that they were just like closer and But there's no stores. And, there's no stores to go buy those so clothes. I, I don't know if they just appear, right? Because like she got married to him and then they, the tethered got married. They had a kid and the tethered looked exactly the same. So there must be some other connection that like they wear the clothes that they wear. Right. Like when they put on the shirt, they're like, oh, God, I gotta fucking put this shirt on so that they I, their uh, free will is uh, they I don't, don't know, they have much. They don't have much. And in some weird way, they met that night and, you know, it inspired her to create like that's the only reason why she had free will and the ability to control the other tethered and, and you know, get them together is because she was not a truly tethered person. I feel like I'm getting a little bit of a flashback to our Prometheus podcast where at one point I just said, Justin, why are we talking about this? We're never going to get answers to it. That's correct. That's a very fair point. And <laughs> again, it's fun to talk about it though um, to a certain degree, but some of it makes so little sense that it's not worth talking about. Like, where are they getting the clothes? Why? How does it work as far as all the tunnels? Are they are they directly beneath them because they're in that tunnel? What happens when they? There, that's why the first the first sentence is like there's like thousands. Okay, of tunnels. what happens when they get in a car? Like, are they going the distance that they're going? Are they that tethered to them? And you know all of that. Just this so. Are much they like what's going to happen with all the other hands across America? Well, and so like that's another thing. So at the end, we they, they zoom out to show a bunch of helicopter news helicopters. Showing the giant line of people holding hands, hands across America. Well, then what? I don't know. Are they trying to kill people or are they just being like, hey, we're here? Maybe that's that's the question. But it seemed like their goal was to kill. They couldn't join the hands until they killed their doppelganger. Is that what you you think? So if, think once so. you killed your doppelganger. Then you hold hands. 
then you hold hands. Sure. I also didn't understand why Red played around with Adelaide. You know, like they play well because more she's than been she's been one. wanting this for thirty years or so. Yeah, I guess. You know, and it's her ultimate revenge. She got screwed out of the life that she knew and remembered. You know, she yeah. wasn't young enough to forget what her parents were like. Oh, this is the one point that I wanted to tell you. This is because there was a little, you know, insight to the tethered. And this is what I was saying, that the people above truly did control the tethered. And they allude to that because as the kid, as the son was about to light up the match. Right. The son, who's a little weird, he puts it all together. And he just, like, he somehow, you know, knows how to him into the fire. control him. And he just walks him into the yeah, fire. I didn't love that. Didn't, didn't love that. You didn't like that. How did he get control of him? He was the only one that he knew that his mom was the tether, too. Sort of. End. Yeah. Yeah. But she's not, though. You could argue. I mean, I mean he, he knows the true story of her. So, what, that she was a clone and blah, blah, yeah. blah. But, like, does it matter? As we've argued, does it matter? No. But, but okay, so why did he mirror – why did his tethered mirror him and walk into the fire? I think because he understands that there is this connection with him. He but sat why there did that happen with anyone else? Because he sat there he, – A, he's weird as shit. B, he sat in that, like, room with him playing the – playing like in the closet and he mm -hmm. kind of i think made that connection with him like understanding like for some reason or another he had a better understanding he put on the mask uh, and he was able to channel it right but only at certain points yeah why it why only at certain times uh, i don't know. i don't know you don't know ask. like like it didn't happen at all with with Winston Duke's you know doppelganger that's because he you know he wasn't in tune with it Okay, sure. But anyway, I thought uh, yeah, I thought Tim Heidecker was hysterical, but uh, again, like not in the same movie. But it, some of those things were directorial decisions, like him doing the "Oh, let me help you up." Oh, s too slow, <laughs> which was funny, but like it was like, wait, what's going on? <laughs> I also just like he was wearing the robe, yeah. like the over the top. The way he robe. was walking. <laughs> yeah, it's great. It's great. It was, it was interesting. Uh, yeah, I mean, people are going to dissect this movie for as, as long as time. But, uh, I mean, honestly, would you say Get Out was more of a black and white type picture? No pun intended. It was literally and figuratively a little bit more black and white. I guess so, right? Yeah, it was. And uh, that's okay. I mean, like I said, he has said he wants us to be kind of open. There, there was uh, ambiguity in there on purpose. Um, take that what you will. Some people like you may find that more frustrating. Other people like that because they're going to be talking about it. Either way, people are going to talk about this movie and it deserves to be talked about. It was an enjoyable film overall. Yeah. Um, I think that's about it. I, think I so just, too. I think the conclusion we really need, there's two conclusions. One, we need more Lupita Nyong'o forever. It's more Lupita. I love her. Yeah, she's great. She's great. Just we need her forever and ever and more Jordan Peele. I'm excited for Jordan Peele. I'm excited for Twilight Zone that comes out April 1st. You're going to sign up for CBS All Access? Uh, you know, there's other ways, uh, you know, of watching that, maybe. But, yeah, <laughs> possibly, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, next week is Dumbo, huh? 
yeah, Dumbo, get ready for it. Michael Keaton, Danny DeVito. We got a Batman Returns, uh, Tim Burton, Batman Returns reunion, dude. Also, Beach Bums coming out. Oh, yeah. It's not doing Matthew well. Matthew McConaughey. It's not doing well. <laughs> what about Making Babies? I can't believe that's a movie. <laughs> Is that a movie? <laughs> yeah, it's called Making Babies, starring people I've never heard of before, mm. but... That's pretty awesome. That's a movie. After years of manually trying to conceive, John and Kelly put their bodies, wallet, and marriage through the ringer of modern infertility treatments. How do you manually try to conceive, isn't it? I mean, like, you don't use your hands. I don't know. Maybe. Wait, how? Well, you know, I don't care. <laughs> That's re- Oh, I like Eliza Coop. She's good, Eliza Coop. She's good. But anyway, that's – and Ed Begley's in it as well as a doctor. He's just like, oh, as perfect as that role. Anyway, I think that's about it. I think we're done here. I think would so you, too. Would you why, don't agree? You, why don't you take us out? Oh, God. Oh, I can't do it. Is that good? Is that a good interpretation? Good, uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I – take us out. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. That was good. <laughs> it's it's you know that we're gonna see so many Halloween costumes, red jumpsuits with scissors. Oh yeah, yeah. and uh, probably be on SNL this week too. Probably yeah. expecting it. They're gonna do that with like a Mueller twist. <laughs> <laughs> that would actually be pretty funny. All right, um, we're still uh, we're still going for uh, Queer Eye Frank from. Uh, it's always sunny. Make it happen. Okay. That just <laughs> gonna make it happen. <laughs> All right. So thanks for listening to this week's episode, our review of us. Any questions, comments, concerns, please feel free to email us at two guys one movie dot podcast at gmail dot com check out the site comment all you'd like you can listen to us on our website you can listen to us on itunes you can listen to us on any podcasting app on android iphone you name it we got it you can also listen to us on our my favorite way of listening on spotify that's right we're on spotify you can subscribe download give us a review five stars five stars that's right five stars For Matt and Justin, until next week, have a good one. Bye.